The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you slept well and you're ready to start a brand new day. I think I can help. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 21st, 2021, Wednesday of the 16th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Lawrence of Brindisi, priest and doctor of the church. He was known for his gift of languages. Lawrence was born in 1559. At the age of 16, he entered the Capuchins. With his facility for languages, Lawrence was able to study the Bible in its original text. At the request of Pope Clement VIII, he spent much time preaching to the Jews in Italy. The rabbis felt sure he was a Jew who had become a Christian. He was elected major superior of the Capuchin Franciscan province of Tuscany at the age of 31, and his fellow Capuchins elected him minister general. In 1602, Lawrence was appointed a papal emissary and peacemaker, a job which took him to a number of foreign countries. Serious illness in Lisbon took the life of St. Lawrence of Brindisi in 1619. St. Lawrence of Brindisi, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we reflect today on your words in today's Gospel, the parable of the sower, the parable of the sower known so well to us, the scattering of the seed, some seed falls on the, the path, some is eaten by the birds, some falls on rocky ground, some falls on rich soil. We know the parable very well. Jesus, I want to pray today just on the opening words from that passage. A sower went out to sow. Jesus, I want to pray. We want to pray together today about the gift of work. Maybe as you're praying with me today, you're on your way to or back from work. Maybe you're preparing for a day of study or a day of housework or whatever your work is. Whatever our work, we can hear those words addressed to us today. It's about us. Jesus is talking about us. Jesus, you say, a soul went out to sow. That's me. A man or woman went out to work. Isn't it beautiful that Jesus 
you choose to plant this beautiful parable in the midst of this man's ordinary job. His ordinary job was to till the soil. The, those words, those initial words in, in the book of Genesis that teaches us our dignity of labor. We're planted on this earth to till the soil. And here's a sower doing just that. One of his seasonal duties to, to scatter the seed. You know, this sower would have, would have done this act repeatedly, year in, year out. Scattering seed when the soil was ready. Perhaps he would occasionally get annoyed when, after all his work of scattering, he saw the birds eating up the seed. Yeah, he couldn't go back and retrieve every single seed to sow it once again. He just had to be, you know, he was so abundant with the seed that he was scattering, he just had to let it go. But it must have caused him a bit of pain to see, oh, my work's not being um, received by the soil. We see a man who's faithful in his daily duties. This time of the year, he's scattering the seed. At other times in the year, he would need to water the ground maybe to harvest the crop once it had grown, and then the stars of the year to plough the fresh soil in order to begin the process all over again. We can see ourselves in this, Jesus. You know, often when we go to work, we see the equivalent of our work being fallen on the path. Our work doesn't seem to be appreciated, or we're not seeing any fruitfulness from our efforts. We're trying very hard at things and nothing seems to be coming off. We we try a project and it collapses. You know, however hard we, we try to clean the house, other people we live with make it untidy again. You know, it's like we're going round and round in circles. Well, this sower, Jesus, was going round in circles. His own work was a, a cyclical work. It was going round in cycles of different activities. Cycles that would change during the year. Seasonal activities. Cycles of work that he enjoyed perhaps, and others that he didn't enjoy. Maybe that's the same for us as we pray. There's parts of our work that we like, parts that we don't like. Parts of our work that demand more of us and leave us more tired than, than other things, which perhaps refresh us. And we can feel, can't we, tempted to only do what we like, only do that work that we enjoy. A priest friend of mine said to me once, we were talking about a particular area of, of the work of a priest, and he said, if we only did as priests the work that we enjoyed, our priesthood would be impoverished. I remember his word very clearly. Jesus, I hear that word again for myself, and perhaps we can allow ourselves to pray on that word. That our work would be impoverished. The gift of our work to the Lord would be impoverished. It would be poorer if we only focused on what we liked doing, on maybe what was more obviously fruitful or um, you know, got us a better reputation or made us more appreciated in the office or whatever it is. Jesus, we want to pray for the grace to be faithful in every one of the cycles of our work, stuff that we like and stuff that we don't like. We want to be faithful in that too. Even if we see our work falling on the path or falling on the rocky ground or getting eaten by the birds, whatever. Lord, give us today peace in the knowledge that the seed that we're scattering so abundantly in our work that we're trying to do, give us peace to know that the seed that falls into rich soil, we never notice. That sower would not have noticed the seed falling into the rich ground. <laughs> he just, he just plant, he just throws it around, you know, abundantly scatters it on the ground. He doesn't know where it's falling. 
the soil knows. And overnight, you know, elsewhere you say in the gospel, Jesus, that the, the, the farmer doesn't know how the growth happens, but overnight, over weeks, over months, the plant uh, grows out of the ground and there's the fruit, there's the, the, the wheat in the ear, and then it comes time for harvesting. The sower never knew that that was the rich soil. We never know when um, maybe an idea that we have in our work comes to fruition. We never know uh, if we were there at the start that actually that was a really great idea. Perhaps we'll never know that when we reach out to a colleague who's having a, a, a hard time and try to encourage them, that leads to that person's freedom. That leads to that person's peace and joy. We'll never see that. We only see them on the day that they're sad. Maybe it's just um, to see that the divine masterpiece we're taking part in is one that we can offer to you daily, Jesus. We never notice that, perhaps, that the little acts of everyday life are all a masterpiece that we're offering to you. The only role that the sower played that day in the seed falling into rich soil was to turn up to work and faithfully do his duty. If he hadn't turned up, the seed would never have been planted and it would never have the chance of coming to fruition. Jesus, this is so obvious when we say it out loud. And yet sometimes we feel... You know, we need to be um, matching people's expectations or something. Seeming to, um, we think of our work as something that is not actually what you're asking us, Lord, is to turn up, to turn up to work, be faithful in our work, do it as well as we can, not cut corners, offer it to you, or bring you into that, um, to live the presence of God in the midst of our work. But, but really, that's it. When we say it like that, it sounds so simple. We can get so complicated in our minds about the things we like, the things we don't like, the things that are um, causing us to lose our peace. Well, well, Jesus, let, let your parable of the sower give us a new insight into the fact that just turning up for work and being faithful could have wonderful, fruitful results if you, Lord Jesus, decide to bring that to fruit. I read a statistic the other day to say that half of people are less satisfied with the work that they do in the post-COVID era than before COVID. You know, maybe that was that they were on the treadmill leading up to COVID and then it all kind of knocked them off and now they don't want to get back on the treadmill. Actually, they didn't like what they were doing anyway, so why get back on? Maybe deep down in our prayer, we share a bit of that too. While those lockdowns were frustrating and painful in many different ways for us, maybe there's also a part of us that quite enjoyed all that time, the weeks and months uh, where we lived at maybe a slightly relaxed schedule, not having to do our normal commute maybe to work. Maybe we had family around and it was a, a nice atmosphere or uh, pleasant to have someone to talk to. We enjoyed the comfort of working from home. And perhaps now we're finding it hard to make demands on ourselves uh, that once came so naturally now that life is kind of opening up again. Maybe we're finding it hard. We're finding we have to dig a bit deeper. We go to you, Jesus, to teach us the lesson of the sower's faithfulness. We too, even if it's hard, even if it takes a bit more energy out of us, we want to turn up. Maybe that's sometimes all we can manage, just to turn up. But we want to turn up faithfully, to do a day's work, to whatever that means, to be with our family, to be with our colleagues, to be with the students that we're teaching, to be with our studies that we're, that we're working for an exam. Maybe that sower that day was exhausted and would have preferred a rest. Well, Jesus, right now, maybe in our prayer, 
we want just to rest. Maybe we're exhausted. But we hear those words that you speak so beautifully elsewhere in Matthew's Gospel. Come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus, it's not only that your company is restful in the way that we find the company of our friends and family restful. It's that being with you is rest. Right now as we pray, this is rest for our souls, just being with you. Entrusting the work of our day to you, taking this this time of prayer, wanting to see your hand in the events of our lives. This is the rest that you promise us. This is the refreshment that you're you're giving us to, to be able to manage the demands that are asked of us. Please, Jesus, we ask you to be abundant with us, who sometimes all we see is our exhaustion and our struggle to see the work we do as a gift, and we see it just as a burden. Turn our eyes, Lord, to see that um, the things that we're doing may well be falling into rich soil, and we just never know. We trust you, Jesus, to be doing something special with our work. So we finish this prayer by going to St. Joseph in this holy year. Joseph, you're a man who knew the art of humble everyday work, perhaps working on some carpentry project and not seeing much progress from day to day, and yet realising that wonderful works of art are only achieved by many days of mundane labour. Joseph, pray for us, be a father for us, who who also struggle in our work, who also get tired and, and don't see the way forward. Pray for us, pray for us. The sower went out to sow. Jesus, we accept your call to us today to be that sower. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RolifatRadio.com and on the Rolifat Radio app. 17 past the hour. We'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Rolifat Radio and the Rolifat Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. 
Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness.
Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless Bless the the Lord, Lord, my soul. Never Never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Lord, make me understand the way of your precepts. And I will marvel at your wisdom. From the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. If the ministry of death, carved in writing on stone, was inaugurated with such glory that the Israelites could not look on Moses' face because of the glory that shone on it, even though it was a fading glory, how much greater will be the glory of the ministry of the Spirit? If the ministry of the covenant that condemned had glory, greater by far is the glory of the ministry that justifies. Indeed, When you compare that limited glory with this surpassing glory, the former should be declared no glory at all. If what was destined to pass away was given in glory, greater by far is the glory that endures. Our hope being such, we act with full confidence. We are not like Moses, who used to hide his face with a veil so that the Israelites could not see the final fading of that glory. Their minds, of course, were dulled. To this very day, when the Old Covenant is read, the veil remains unlifted. It is only in Christ that it is taken away. Even now, when Moses is read, a veil covers their understanding. But whenever he turns to the Lord, the veil will be removed. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. All of us, gazing on the Lord's glory with unveiled faces, are being transformed from glory to glory into His very image by the Lord, who is the Spirit. Because we possess this ministry through God's mercy, we do not give in to discouragement. Rather, we repudiate shameful, underhanded practices. We do not resort to trickery or falsify the Word of God. We proclaim the truth openly and commend ourselves to every man's conscience before God. If our gospel can be called veiled in any sense, it is such only for those who are headed toward destruction. Their unbelieving minds have been blinded by the God of the present age so that they do not see the splendor of the gospel showing forth the glory of Christ the image of God.
the word of the Lord. With our faces unveiled, all all of us, us, reflecting as as in a mirror mirror the glory of God, God, are being transformed from splendor to splendor. We worship in the Spirit of God, and we glory in Christ Jesus, all all of us, reflecting reflecting as in a mirror the the glory of God, are being transformed from splendor to splendor. A reading from the Imitation of Christ Turn to the Lord with your whole heart, and leave behind this wretched world. Then your soul shall find rest. For the kingdom of God is the peace and joy of the Holy Spirit. If you prepare within your heart a fitting dwelling place, Christ will come to you and console you. His glory and beauty are within you, and He delights in dwelling there. The Lord frequently visits the heart of man. There He shares with man pleasant conversations, welcome consolation, abundant peace, and a wonderful intimacy. So come, faithful soul, prepare your heart for your spouse to dwell within you. For he says, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and we shall come to him and make our dwelling within him. Make room for Christ. When you possess Christ, you are a rich man, for he is sufficient for you. He himself shall provide for you and faithfully administer all your cares. You will not have to place your hope in men. Put all your trust in God. Let him be both your fear and your love. He will respond on your behalf and will do whatever is in your best interest. You have here no lasting city. For wherever you find yourself, you will always be a pilgrim from another city. Until you are united intimately with Christ, you will never find your true rest. Let your thoughts be with the Most High, and direct your prayers continually to Christ. If you do not know how to contemplate the glory of heaven, take comfort in the passion of Christ, and dwell willingly in His sacred wounds. Endure with Christ, suffer for Him, if you wish to reign with Him. Once you have entered completely into the depths of Jesus, and have tasted of His powerful love, then you will not care about your own convenience or inconvenience. Rather, you will rejoice all the more in the insults and injuries, for the love of Jesus makes a man scorn his own needs. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. In In your your justice, justice, rescue rescue me and and deliver me. You, O Lord, are my hope. From my youth I have trusted in you. In your your justice, justice, rescue rescue me and and deliver me. Let us pray. Show favor, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith, and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the parable of the sower. From the 13th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat there, and the whole crowd stood on the beach. He told them many things in parables. A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seeds fell on rocky ground, where they had not much soil, and immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell upon thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily mass readings on the relevant radio app. Now, not many of us will experience a conversion like that of St. Paul, and even in his case, God didn't take away his personality and replace it. He refined it and perfected it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. In today's Gospel, we learn how the seed of divine grace falls upon different types of terrain, among thorns on the roadway worn down by many travelers on rocky ground and on good soil. God wants us to be like good soil, which receives the seed and in due time brings forth much fruit. The human virtues can be thought of as the terrain in each person. If the land is well worked, if a person is well disposed, then the action of divine grace can foster the development of the supernatural virtues. Many virtuous persons who perhaps through ignorance have lived apart from God do have the capacity to receive the grace of faith. Noble human conduct is the foundation for the supernatural edifice. Grace builds on nature. The life of grace in each Christian is not superimposed on human reality. On the contrary, grace penetrates, enriches, and perfects human nature. That is why the Church requires its saints to be heroic in practicing not only the theological virtues but also the moral or human ones. And it is why people who are truly united to God through the theological virtues of faith, hope, and love also perfect themselves humanly. They are refined in their relationships with others. They are loyal, affable, well-mannered, generous, sincere, precisely because they have placed all their affections in God. The supernatural order does not overwhelm or destroy the natural order. The supernatural order lifts up and perfects the natural order, working in a manner which is suitable to its proper dignity and nature. This is so because both orders proceed from God, who cannot be at odds with himself. Although grace, in and of itself, can transform people, 
God normally prefers to have grace work in concert with human virtues. How is the cardinal virtue of fortitude to be sown in a Christian who will not struggle against small habits of laziness or comfort-seeking, who is unduly preoccupied with the outside temperature, who habitually gives in to his moods, who is completely taken up with his own plans and belongings? How is a person supposed to face life's difficulties with optimism, with eyes of faith, when that person behaves like a grouchy pessimist in ordinary life? None of the essentials, none of the good qualities in human nature must be changed. To suppress any of the good qualities in a man, and there are many, is the worst thing a Christian can do. Develop your character, your human faculties. Develop them to the utmost degree. Everything which curtails your expansion, which limits your development, which makes you narrow-minded, which you back for fear of something, is not in any way Christian. The complete purification from sin and evil inclinations, which, with the help of God, man has to accomplish, is a very different process from suppressing any part of his true personality. The Lord wants each of us to have a unique and well-developed personality. Our personality will be the result of our understanding and appreciation for the talents God has given to us, as well as of our effort to bring those talents to fruition. It is the good soil, these human virtues, that allows the divine seed to take root, to grow and develop unhindered. The work of grace acts to improve the soil itself. The practice of Christian life perfects human conditions because it gives them a greater finality. Man is more human insofar as he is the more Christian. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet. Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines, I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? 
who will bring me face to face with Edom. Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will will praise praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath They return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, 
whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will praise my God all the days of my life. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Know and fix in your heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on earth below, and that there is no other. You must keep his statutes and commandments, which I enjoin on you today. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All my life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He He promised to to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to to guide guide our feet into into the the way way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Christ, the splendor of the Father's glory, enlightens us with his word. With deep love we call upon him. Hear us, King of eternal glory. Hear Hear us, us, King of eternal glory. Blessed are you, the Alpha and the Omega of our faith. For you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Hear Hear us, King King of eternal glory. You enabled the blind to see, the deaf to hear. Help our unbelief. Hear Hear us, King of eternal glory. Lord, keep us in your love. Preserve our community. Do not let us become separated from one another. Hear Hear us, King King of eternal glory. Give us strength in temptation, endurance in trial, and gratitude in prosperity. Hear us, King of eternal glory. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, keep in mind your holy covenant, sealed with the blood of the Lamb. Forgive the sins of your people, and let this new day bring us closer to salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.